My entitled Karen sister invades my life during a visit, says terrible things about me and my wife, and then calls back demanding that I apologize to her. So to set the scene, I am a soldier in the United States Army, so I don't get to see my family back home often, and we have this thing called staff duty, where we basically make sure soldiers don't burn down the barricades, and it's all for a 24-hour shift. I had just gotten home to my wife, and I was getting ready to sleep due to not sleeping for a whole day and night, and of course I got a phone call from my sister saying that she wants to fly in. Me and my wife were dealing with less than subpar roommates, along with a landlord threatening an eviction notice. Later that day, I fell asleep and talked to my wife about what my sister talked to me about, and we agreed to try and talk to her about coming in at a later time when me and my wife find a new place to live and have our lives situated at the time, as we were super stressed out and are currently dealing with some financial issues. My entitled sister still decided that she was going to fly out and visit me and my wife, so wholeheartedly we agreed to let her stay in our apartment on the couch. It wasn't ideal, but it's what we had. Our apartment is absolute garbage. Honestly, the whole building needs to come down. No matter how spotless me and my wife made the apartment, there are still roaches coming from our neighbors. Anyways, the night my entitled sister flies in, me and my wife made a plan to see the new Harry Potter movie, and we had already bought the tickets, and to include my entitled sister, we bought her a ticket as well. Fast forward from normal catching up conversation, and I mentioned to my sister that me and my wife were going to take her to see the new Harry Potter movie. My entitled sister then scuffs up her nose and complains about being tired and says, hmm, I don't like Harry Potter anyways, and I don't want to go. I want to take a nap. Reluctantly, we run her to our apartment and let her take a nap. The time zone is weird where we lived compared to everywhere else, so me and my wife understood that she was probably just jet-lagged. We lay out the air mattress we keep for guests and brought out pillows and blankets, and me and my wife enjoyed our date night as follows. The next morning, my entitled sister wakes up at 6 in the morning and knocks on our bedroom door. I immediately wake up suddenly and put on a pair of shorts and ask if everything's alright. My entitled sister then proceeds to try and rush me to get dressed because she had so many plans that she had not discussed with me or my wife. Keep in mind also, it's been four years since I've seen my sister, so my wife wanted me and her to hang out while she packs more for moving out. I told my sister I just worked a 24-hour shift recently and that I hadn't slept much due to packing and trying to move. At first, she's calm and even says sorry and lets me sleep. However, once I'm awake, I'm fully awake, like for the entire day. So I shower, shave, and put on some comfy clothes to show my sister around the army base and also take care of an errand and let her look at the surrounding bases. We even went out and got something to eat, and at least she paid for her own meal. Around noon, I told my sister I needed to go home for a few hours to take a nap and help my wife pack. And in all honesty, God bless that beautiful woman, because I work a lot and she's done so much in the apartment. My entitled sister immediately gets upset. She says, but I wanted to get a matching tattoo with you. I say, uh, I'm sorry, but my wife needs help at home. I don't know how you or your husband's marriage work, but me and my wife usually try to do everything together, and we're introverts, so this is honestly the most we've been out in a while. My sister says, well, maybe I should tell grandma and grandpa that you and your wife are living in a filthy house, and that your wife is lazy. And again, to reiterate, our apartment was really dirty from the trashy people we were legitimately in the middle of moving out, and she also visited 
visited us unexpectedly. And my beautiful wife, once again, honest to God, works her butt off when I can't come home to help. So I said, all right, let me go home and grab something and tell my wife. Mind you, this was all after listening to her complain about the tattoos for the whole morning as I was giving her a tour of the military bases. So my wife said, that's fine. She was going to take a nap anyways. I thought it was going to be a simple design that wouldn't take too long. So I wasn't too worried about being gone for a long time. Fast forward to the tattoo shop. My entitled sister already picked the design out and the colors and told the artist I wanted the same thing. I tried to talk, but as rough and tumble as the army is, I'm still very timid and a quiet person. And she immediately cuts me off and says, this is the tattoo we're getting. Not going to lie. I kind of like the design, but didn't want to be away from home as I've been gone all morning. Again, I didn't fight her because she's my big sister, but honest to God, I wish my sister would let me be my own person. So after we get our tattoos, we get to my apartment and I lay down and cuddle with my wife for a whole 10 minutes before my sister knocked on her bedroom door. She says, hurry up. I want to go to the beach. I told her, uh, I'm sorry, but I told you I needed a nap. My sister says, well, you only have one hour, so you better be ready. Now, my wife is a softy, but not when it comes to me. I've never seen my wife so angry before. I thought I was going to have to restrain her from hitting my sister, but to my surprise, she spoke in a calm manner. She said, you're not at home. You're visiting us in our home. Your brother worked 24 hours and only got four hours of sleep before we had to pick you up from the airport. You can gladly go to the living room and watch TV. He is exhausted and doesn't want to wreck his car because of you dragging him around like a dog when you're the one visiting. Dumbfounded, all my sister could say was, all right. Skip ahead to a few hours later after a well-earned nap and I'm discussing with my wife what to do next because I'm a homebody and I'm not really sure. And honestly, so is she. And between the two of us, we got into a small argument. It wasn't a loud argument by any means, but enough to alert my roommates because they went over, knocked on our door and told us that my sister had left the apartment without letting anybody know. I run down the stairs because our elevators are slow and ended up running a four mile radius looking for her. When I found her walking on the sidewalk by a hospital, she was crying. My sister said, I don't want to be the reason you and your wife argue. I don't feel welcome here. I said, you're in an unfamiliar place and me and you have been out all day and we have done so much and have one more surprise for you. It's going to be okay. Anyways, so I talked her into coming back into the building, but she refused to go into our apartment. Now, I am a genuinely calm and collected person, but I was about to lose my mind. I ended up running back up the stairs to get my wife to have her convince my sister to come back upstairs into the apartment. So she's finally back in the apartment and 30 minutes later, everyone's getting ready to go and have a good night together. And lo and behold, my entitled sister is once again on the porch trying to guilt trip me, all because she claims that she's having a horrible time and she didn't get to do anything she wanted to do, despite us literally doing everything that she wanted to do. She was even reluctant to go out to the bar with us, so I ended up having just to tell her where we were going just so she could get up, get dressed, and get ready. So we get to the bar and everyone is having a good time, except her. Surprise, surprise. She kept sending the same drink back multiple times, and I could tell the waitress was really tired of her. Ultimately, she had an overall terrible experience, got upset, and basically left it to us to pay for her drinks. She told my wife something along the lines of, Since I'm a guest of yours, I shouldn't have to pay for my drinks. And to add insult to injury, while we were at the bar, our car ended up getting towed. My wife wasn't sure 
sure where to put it, so we basically lost our car. As a result of us not having our car, my entitled sister just took an Uber to the airport and took an early flight to go home. We even offered to get the car and still take her to the airport if she really wanted to leave now. After that whole fiasco, I haven't heard from my entitled sister in a very long time. That is, until roughly four days ago. It was silly of me, but I asked for marriage advice on Facebook. I was expressing my feelings towards multiple things going on in my life, and I just needed to vent. Not only did my entitled sister blast my business on social media, she then proceeds to say a lot of rotten things about my wife and me, and ends up threatening my wife along with her baby sister-in-law and a few of my family from my wife's side. As a result of that, I ended up blocking her, and I explained the reason I was blocking her was because of the terrible things she said. My wife ended up following suit, and I was honestly hoping that would be the last thing I would hear from my sister, but we don't get off that easy because my sister still wasn't done. Fast forward to today, and guess what? I have staff duty again. I get a text from my brother-in-law asking if I can talk to him on the phone. I agreed, and I was greeted by none other than my entitled sister. She says, I'm sorry for calling your wife all those nasty things online, and I didn't threaten anyone or say anything in those screenshots. Yeah, I screenshot everything she said and sent it to my wife, and yes, she did. You came to me with your silly little issues, and now you have to apologize for ruining my trip and for not taking me to the airport and the emotional stress that has caused my family. And at that point, I cut her off and told her to call when she was ready for a real apology. This lady is crazy, and this guy in this story and his wife have way more patience than I would have. To think that a family member would probably travel overseas to see you on your military base after having a busy schedule, and then to act like this is absolutely insane to me. When you're at someone's house, you are their guest and you are beholden to their rules. And if you can't act right, then you probably shouldn't show up at all. An entitled mother's demon spawn of a child gets beaten up over hurting an animal. This happened many years ago when I was 11 or 12. Back then, I had a whole gang of friends in the neighborhood. Not a literal gang, just an active group of friends. We would all play outside whenever we could. Most of the members were slightly younger than me, but the younger sister of one of my friends was also present, which we were fine with, and we all considered her a younger sister, as we had all been playing together outside for most of our lives. This younger sister also had a cat. There was also a child about the same age as me, who we used to play with, but didn't anymore, as he was very short-tempered in general. He started fights a lot, and he threatened us with his air rifle, and had a really big jerk of a mother, who would always stick up for him. He still lived in the same neighborhood as us as well, and also knew what time we would go outside to play. Everything started off when my entire group of friends and I decided to go to a nearby park, which was about a 10-minute walk away. We were aware of the fact that the entitled Brad who had anger management problems was also there with his mother, but we just resolved to keep our distance and not let him provoke us. When we were almost at the park, we could hear a faint bang sound, but thought nothing of it. We had just climbed up the steps to the park, and we saw something that would absolutely horrify all of us. The entitled Brad had my friend's younger sister's cat in its kennel. He had set it down about 20 feet away from him. He was taking pot shots at the kennel with his air rifle. And what was the mother doing, you ask? She was sitting about 40 feet away, in full view of us, on her phone, not even raising her head. Given the title, I think what happens next is pretty self-explanatory. Before I get to it, though, I want to clarify that this entitled brat was relatively big for his age, and weighed, I would guess, about 100 pounds or so. However, I studied judo, which is a martial art, and had a blue belt, so I knew I could take him on. I immediately rushed him and didn't want to try and fight him while he had his air rifle, so I disarmed him and threw the rifle to the side. I then threw him down. He, being the entitled brat that he was, started screaming for his mother while I had him in one of the least dangerous holds 
and judo. The mother, unsurprisingly, sprang towards me and started screaming like crazy. I pulled the entitled brat to his feet and he said, Okay, okay, please stop, I give up. Hoping to explain to the entitled mother that he was shooting a poor cat, but he instead immediately attacked me again. This time, I wasn't having any of his garbage. I punched him repeatedly, and after he kicked me back and reached for the air rifle, which my friend was holding, I held him in a chokehold without actually choking him, and put my knee into his back, which is a hole that is almost impossible to escape from. Mind you, this whole time, the entitled mother was screaming that I was just hurting him, and that she was going to call the cops because I had taken her child's air rifle and was trying to use it against him and the cat, which is ironic to say the least. And even despite this, she was never willing to step in and help her precious darling. I asked her what evidence she would have against me, and she replied with a, well, I know people at the police department, okay? To be honest, at this point, I was getting scared. Remember, I was only a kid. I let the kid up, but still didn't give back the air rifle. I still found the courage to ask her how she was ever going to beat my evidence about her son doing terrible things to that cat, as all my friends could provide proof. It was at this point that she messed up. She slapped me. I obviously didn't attack her back, but instead we did the slightly cowardly thing. But now, what seems like the right thing? We all just grabbed the cat and started running back to my house. However, we didn't even get out of the park, as a couple of my friends had to run back to my house already and tell my parents. They showed up right away, and after a 15-minute argument, which ended in my parents storming off to the car, taking lots of photos of my cheek, dropping me off at my house after showing me where the first aid kit was, and presumably going to press charges. The best thing about her slapping me, by the way, was guess what? Proof. We had proof. The slap didn't hurt that much, but she had broken the skin on my cheek and scratched it with her long nails, and there was a ton of blood. To cut an already long story short, she was taken to the police and my parents filed charges. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. The cat was okay. She had been hit with a pellet, but she survived. And as she was taken to the animal hospital right away, she didn't need to have any surgeries or any serious procedures. She did pass away a year ago, unfortunately, but she was happy all the way up until she passed away. It's crazy that the parent didn't do anything to stop their kid from taking shots at this cat. I mean, I can't imagine any parent realistically letting that happen. I'm kind of sad that the entitled brat got off easy, but I'm so happy that the entitled mom who attacked this kid got exactly what she deserved. I'm unsure if I should make a move on my new crush, who might have a crush on me too. I've known this guy for about a month, and we started talking about a week and a half ago. During class, we were hitting it off immediately. We're both creatives. And as we were leaving, we promised that we'd send our Instagram accounts to each other. He sent me his a few hours later, and we started chatting. We texted the entire evening the day after, and we made plans to go study together three to four days later. In the meanwhile, we barely talked, but when we saw each other the next day, it was both a very natural dynamic, and it was filled with romantic tension. We had lunch together, went deep into our conversations, went to the park afterward, and sat really close to each other, gazing into each other's eyes very intensely. A few hours after, he suggested we go to the movie theater, which we did. Then we walked about two to three hours just chatting. We didn't see each other the next day, but got back together almost immediately. This time, it wasn't really flirty, and our conversations were a little less fluid. I was a bit tired, but we still had nice discussions. Then we saw each other two days later, aka yesterday, and we had a really nice conversation. We took the same train, and I sat against him. We laughed at each other's jokes and shared childhood anecdotes. I'm very into him. I feel good when I'm with him and there's this little awkwardness. I've had a number of men flirt with me and ask for my number this past year, but I'm rarely interested. I just don't feel it. This time, my intuition is telling me there's romantic potential
potential, but still, even with this in my mind, I'm afraid I'm more into him than he is into me. Although he's initiated contact, his texts are a little dry, and he hasn't given me a lot of compliments, while I've complimented him a lot. I've also been more touchy-feely with him when he hasn't really reciprocated. I feel like he was obviously into me the first day we hung out, but it turned more platonic the following days. As we're both grown-ups and our teenage romance ambiguity days are hopefully past us, I wanted to text him something along the lines of, if you want to grab a drink sometime this week after a study session, I'm down. No big deal if you'd rather just work though. But my friends have been telling me it's too soon. It's tactless and I should just wait and see whether he's really into me or let him make the first move. However, we're both single, we're interested in a relationship, and I'm not sure a week and a half or two weeks is that quick in the dating world. I also feel like romance has been the elephant in the room the four times we've seen each other and it might be good for the both of us to address it, even if it entails rejection. What do you think? Should I try talking to him or trying to hang out with him more? Should I just be going for it? What do I do? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I say you just go for it. There's no reason you should sit idly by and let this pass up. You clearly have a thing for this guy. Just go for it. Maybe the guy's just too nervous to make the first move. You're never going to know unless you say something. And it's better to just go for it and find out than to not say anything and then regret it later. And honestly, there's no such thing as like too soon or too direct. This is your life right now. Live it honestly and unapologetically. Just go for it. See what happens. You might be surprised. He might be interested in you as well. My ex-girlfriend's mother has been bribing my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter with toys to say that I hit her. I live in the United States and have a -a two-and-a-half-year-old girl with my ex-girlfriend. Recently, she started cheating on me, and when I found out, she broke up with me. Despite the situation, we're both determined to have an amicable relationship, especially me, because of my parents' rough divorce and how it really only hurt my sister and I. I've been trying to handle getting cheated on without being a huge baby, with occasional success, and we've been steadily building communication between us. The complicating factor is my ex's mother, who has always hated me and has been trying to bribe my daughter to say things like, Daddy hurt me and Daddy slapped me. The first time it happened, my ex's mother texted my ex saying basically that my daughter said that Daddy hurt me while she was babysitting her. When my ex returned home, our daughter would not repeat the phrase and acted strange. The next night, she stayed with me and as I was changing her diaper, she said to me, Daddy hurt me. I said, did Daddy actually hurt you? And she said, no. And then I asked her, did someone ask you to say Daddy hurt you? And she nodded twice and says, yes, nanny, toys two toys. My jaw hit the floor. I suspected she had tried to make our daughter say that, but I never expected her to try and bribe my daughter to say it. So I tell my ex exactly what's going on, and she agrees that this is a big deal and that she'll talk to her mom. Her mom pulls the same thing again two days ago, this time trying to get my daughter to say daddy slapped me. Once again, she wouldn't say it, and when I asked her about it, she immediately said that nanny had asked her to say it in exchange for toys. My ex says she's taking 
taking this seriously, but her mother is a domineering narcissist, and I feel like she won't stand a chance against her mother's defensive response and powers of deflection. My question is, do I need a lawyer like yesterday, as one of my friends put it? What should I do? This is an insane story, but to answer the guy's question, yes, you need a lawyer like right now. This is not normal behavior. I would also personally take the daughter to the doctor and make sure they're not hurt or something. Like, what is wrong with this ex-girlfriend's mother? You don't do that to somebody's kid. When it comes to somebody else's kid, you don't mess with them. You listen to the parents. And the fact that she was trying to bribe the kid into saying terrible things just to supposedly, I don't know, make the guy lose custody of his child is absolutely crazy to me. There's something wrong with that mother. I hope they're able to find some kind of resolution to this and that a lawyer gets involved and puts this mother in their place. I can also say that it's really nice to see that this man and his ex are working together to protect their daughter and that neither of them are taking the side of the mom because this is not normal behavior and she has no business being around that kid. My girlfriend admitted that she likes another guy after I checked her phone and found out. Okay, so this is how it happened. It's something hard for me to try and comprehend that my girlfriend of 10 months, and also after living together for 3 months, is interested and infatuated with another guy at her workplace. And I found out mistakenly when I saw her phone and saw a chat on Instagram from a guy with just a text that said, are you awake? And this notification was muted. As well were things that started to make more sense as I dug deeper. I found out that she was Googling things like how to impress your crush and stuff like that and the convincing point was the fact that I was able to see her deleted screenshots of his Instagram profile sharing his pictures with her best friends. So I confronted her on this and firstly she was very hesitant and wasn't able to come up with a proper explanation but as I showed her more and more of what I had seen and all that I already knew she agreed to the fact that she likes this guy and had only recently started talking to him. She tells me she feels the same way about me and still loves me, but at this moment, if I ask her to stop talking to this person, she can't do that and needs more time to communicate and find out more about this person so that she can make a more informed decision on what she wants as she says she doesn't know what she wants to do at this point. I gave her an ultimatum of it's either him or me, and she told me she needs more time, at least till tomorrow, to think about it. I just don't understand how to go around this, and I never expect something like this. We've lived together for three months. I honestly just need some advice on how I should proceed because I still do love her and it hurts to say that I was thinking of my future with her in mind. What do I do? I mean, if she really needs to think about it, I think that's your answer. You are obviously not a priority in her life, so why should you bother trying to force your way in? It is honestly not him. No matter what she says tomorrow, it's not about him. It's really kind of disturbing. And if I was in his shoes, I would almost want her to pick the other guy. It's rough because you've known them for 10 months and you've lived together for three of those months, but she's clearly not ready for a real relationship and it doesn't sound like she wants him at all. I would honestly even be hesitant if she did end up picking this guy, because who's to say she won't turn around and do this again. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.